Hey, thanks for listening to the CMC podcast. My name is Noah Tice, and I'm the media director here at CMC. And before we get into our message, I just wanted to plug our young adult ministry, Applied Life Leaders Academy. If you've been listening to us for any amount of time, you'll know that CMC is always about the next generation of leaders. And so Applied Life Leaders Academy has been a major part of our mission for over 37 years. As an alumni of the program, I can tell you that if you know a young person with a call of leadership on their life who has a desire to grow in their personal purpose and ministry, Applied Life is a perfect fit. And for more information, visit AppliedLife.com and follow us on all social media platforms at Applied Life Leaders Academy. And now for a sermon by Pastor Tim Brooks. From time to time, I try to remember to read some of these to you, uh, and I hadn't in a while. Hi, my name is Jessica. I just wanted to thank you guys for putting the word out there. I live in California, and I listen to your podcast. It has made me give my whole heart to God. I've always had a relationship with God, but I never gave him my all. You guys speak so powerfully. I love every one of you. I feel so much peace and joy that I've been missing for a long time. Thank you, thank you all for all that you do. God bless you. Well, Jessica in California, thank you. Pray God's blessings on you, and we welcome all of those who are joining us on all of our social media avenues. We're glad to have you. Tori mentioned it earlier. I want to uh, follow up and remind you now on Wednesday night, it's just about four weeks away, on May 17th, uh, our performing arts group will be uh, putting on their version of Esther for us. And boy, they've worked hard. They really worked hard. That whole Wednesday night church will be the performance. Uh, the stage crew has been working. They've been painting and working on props and sewing costumes. It's going to be great. It's just going to be great. And I, I just want to encourage you to make sure that you tell everybody about that Wednesday night. You know, if you just joined us recently, we got a lot of connect groups going on here, a lot of places for you to be involved. Tuesday nights, uh, Ralph and Erdy have a, have a Bible study over. It's a great place to connect and be a part. I run for God. It's just second to none what that's doing to connect people, the relationships, what they're getting out of that. It's just a great time. Our performing arts group now is just having a great time uh, working together, meeting, getting connected. We got all kinds of places for you to volunteer. Our coffee shop, our nurseries, running all these folks running a camera around here. None of the, it just doesn't just happen. Want to continue to remind you every Tuesday morning, every Tuesday morning, we got volunteers that come down here to help clean the church. All those windows out front, the bathrooms, just, just clean the church. If you don't know where you fit in this church, we'd love to have you Tuesday morning. Come and help us clean. There's just a lot going on. want to encourage you to be a part and be involved. Well, are you ready to receive the word today? The first of this year, we read Romans, Galatians, Habakkuk, Hebrews, four books in the Bible that tell us the just shall live by faith. And we decided we needed to make this our year's focus on faith. We've been learning this year that faith is not just a religious word. It's not just a church word. It's not a group. It's not a denomination. It's not the name of a church. Faith is a lifestyle. Faith is the way you live your life. And faith is how the Christian, the saved, the justified, lives their daily life. We live each day by faith. This year, we're focusing our attention on how to do that. 
The title of today's message is The Power of Faith. I want to talk about faith having power. I want to talk about releasing that power in your day. We've already been talking about this year a whole lot. Hebrews 11, verse 1 We've, we preached and preached and preached. Faith is assurance, it's substance, it's evidence, it's confidence. Hebrews 11, verse 1. A couple of weeks ago, I talked a little bit about verse 2. Faith causing us to earn a good reputation. You don't hear a lot of sermons on earning a good reputation. That's Hebrews 11, verse 2. Well, today I want to look at verse 3. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, and that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. I want to look at that verse. What we now see comes from anything that cannot be be seen. By faith, what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Now, I want to talk about that concept today. In the situation that you're in right now, with what you see, there is no way for you to have peace. With what you're dealing with now, peace is not, you can't see any peace in this. There's no way for you to have joy. There's no way for you just to have a fun day. There's no way for you to live blessed with what we're seeing in your situation right now. Well, here's what we're learning about faith. There is another source for my peace. There is another source for my joy that doesn't come from what I'm seeing in my life right now. Yes, what you're facing right now, I'm right there with you. I don't see anything but problems. What you're facing right now, I don't see anything but troubles. I don't see anything but worry. But what I will see does not come from anything that is now seen. Now, now I want to get that concept working in our thinking. The point of today's message is there is a creative power of faith that causes things to change, that causes change to happen in your life. Faith is power. Faith is power. It's not a generic Christian word. Now, here's what's happened to us. We've taken God. Now, we love God and we talk about him and we worship him and all that, but we've taken him out of the center and put man in the center of our life. It's the word we've given that is called humanism. Now, anytime you read ISM on the end of the word, that is a belief. That is a worldview. That is a religion. Humanism, that's the way you see the world. We say humanism that's a belief in me. I can do this. I'll make a living. I'll pay the bills. I will run my own life. I am Lord. I am the boss. I make the decisions. It's my life. I will make my own choices of where I'll go, what I do, because I am Lord. I'm the center of my world. That's what humanism is when we live like that, when we live, I can do it, I can make a living, I call the shots, I'm Lord, then faith just becomes a powerless religious word for us. 
Now, we talk about it and we go to church, but faith is a powerless religious word because I am in charge here. Faith maybe is the denomination that you belong to. Faith is the name of the church that you attend. Faith is just another religious word, but there's no power in that word for daily living because your daily life is all up to you. You're making the final decisions about where you're going to work, what you're going to do, where you're going to go, how you're going to spend your money because you are Lord. Church, that's more pressure. That's more stress. And that's more worry than your internal organs were created to handle. Now, now you need to know this. Your heart is not created to handle that kind of pressure of being Lord. Your kidneys, your liver, your bloodstream, your, your brain is not wired to handle the pressure of you being Lord. No wonder you can't sleep and pills to go to sleep with and pills to wake up with and pills to relieve stress and I got to do this for that and this for this because you're trying to live in a position that your physical body's not created to take on. When you've surrendered your life to him, when you live your life, not my will anymore, but his be done. I'm going to do what he tells me to do. I'll live where he tells me to live. I'll work where he tells me to work. I, when I have surrendered lordship to him, I get up early. I work hard. I spend less money than I make. I'm wise with handling my money, but my money is on him. See, my needs is up to him. My success is up to him. It's not on me. I live by faith, trusting him. Then God carries all the stress. God carries all the worry and he's wired for it. He, he can handle it. He can handle it. I cannot handle the stress and the pressure of my own future. I can't handle that. God can. That's what happens for you when you come to a place in your life where you, not, I'm not talking about going to church and reading your Bible. I'm talking about submitting lordship from you to him. Just an example here. Somebody in here is trying to buy a house. For whatever reason, the offer you've put up, every deal you've tried to make happen falls through. It just falls through. And you've been trying, you're trying to buy a house. You're trying to buy a car. You're trying to buy some property. Or you're trying to find another job or whatever it is. I'm trying to, and I go to this job and it looked good. And then I was declining. I went to that job and it looked good. And it was declining. I'm trying to make happen. It just falls through. See, when life is up to me, when life is up to me and the last four house deals have fallen through, then I'm worried. I'm jerked up. I'm wringing my hands. Now, what am I going to do? Now, what, how will I handle this? Where am I going to live? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? How am I going to handle this? Well, see, the faith we've been talking about this year has power to create. And that faith has the power to change your situation. God, my life is in your hands. You got the right house for me 
at the right price for me and the house you have for me will be a blessing. It's not going to be a curse. It's not going to be a noose around my neck. Thank you for protecting me from buying a whole list of lemons here that I almost would have bought. God, my house is in your hands. You are Lord of my life. Now, I'm working and I'm making offers and I'm on the phone and I'm trying to make something happen, but I don't carry the stress and the pressure of where I'm going to live. God has the stress and the pressure of where I'm going to live. See, when you are the center, when you are the one making all the decisions, the situation of the day governs your thoughts, your action, your stress level, making us the victims of our circumstances. And boy, we are in a victim mentality in this day and time. I am the victim of what I'm going through right now. Here's what happened to me. Here's what I've gone through, so here's where I am emotionally. Here's it's just where I am. But see, when your life is turned around and you begin to live by faith, there's power over your situation. There's power over your circumstances. I say, how are you doing? And I hear this, well, Tim, under the circumstances, I'm doing pretty good. Under what I'm going through, under the circumstances, I'm just doing pretty good. Have you ever considered moving and living your life above your circumstances, not under your circumstances? See, it's called living by faith, not living by your circumstances. There's power over your situation. You know, it's no wonder people are so unhappy. It's no wonder depression is at an all-time high. It's no wonder stress levels are at an all-time high for our society because we got more people taking on the lordship of their life and less people turning the lordship over to him. Well, you live trapped. You live confused. You lived hurt. You live disappointed. And your life is like a ship with no rudder. Whichever way the wind happens to be blowing, that's the way you're pushed. Hebrews 11.3, what is seen is not formed by what is visible. It didn't come from anything that can be seen. Faith has power to create for you. Faith is not a non-factor religious word. Faith changes what is seen. When I see right now what I'm looking at, it looks bad. Your situation looks bad. I get it. You're in a really tough place right now. Stand on faith. You stand on faith. What I will see does not come from what I'm now seeing. God, do a miracle in my life. My life is in your hands, and I'm living and trusting you. The example of Hebrews 11:3 is seen in Genesis chapter one and chapter one, verse one and two. Here's the facts. Here is just the facts of the situation. There ain't no light. It's just void. It's just darkness. No light. That just, I'll tell you, that's just the facts of where we are. Void. Darkness. Now, you can live on what is seen, or you can look at how God, now look at what God shows us here. God said, just dark, hate it. 
I'm just under the circumstances right now. Dark. Yeah, I'm under void. Just under it. Tim, I'm just under a lot of void right now. No, God lays a precedent for us. In the midst of darkness, in the midst of void, God says, let there be light. And the power in faith creates what is not seen, out, what out of what's not seen. Now, let's put this where we live. Your mate comes in and they had a bad day. Their boss was mean. Their boss was hurtful. They come in and have a bad day and they snap at you. Well, the right thing to do is snap right back and put them in their place. Well, they didn't snap that hard. So what they got to do is come back and let you know what you can do with what you just said. So then we, and so, okay, who's in control? Okay, how are we living right now? We are living by what happened today at work. Who's in control of how you're living? What happened today at work with your boss, with your coworker, with your teenager, your teenager comes in and is a jerk, and so you're a jerk, and so now you're a jerk, and then they're a jerk, and they want to move out, and you wish they would move out, and now you're mad for even having them. And so, here, look, let, let's go back to Scripture. The just shall live by the attitude of their teenager. Now, let's refer to Scripture. The just shall live by the attitude of their boss. The just shall live by a derelicts of a misguided president. No, let me move on. The just shall live by the attitude of a dumb neighbor. Come on, come on. Why does it say the just shall live by faith? Because we've got all these other things going around us that you can choose to live by if that's the way you want to live. Now, you can live on what is seen or you can live by faith, which is substance, it's evidence, and it releases a power to change the situation that you're in. You know, Mark 4, we read about a storm hitting the boat that Jesus and the disciples were in. Your faith does not keep storms from hitting your boat. Storms hit your boat on a very regular basis. It seems like some of us, the path that our boat takes, we have more tornado. We're in Tornado Alley where our boat goes. But the storms just hit our boat on a very regular basis. The disciples got their emotion from the storm. The disciples got their worry, their fear, their panic, their conclusion. The disciples got all of that from the situation that they were in. By faith, that storm can change. Four times the Bible tells us this is how we live. I want to talk about releasing the power of faith in your day. I want to talk to you about you releasing the power of your faith in your day. We just can't come to church every Sunday and hear about faith and live worried. 
We just can't, we cannot come to church week in and week out and live in stress. We just can't. We can't come to church every Sunday and every Wednesday and live in fear, live frustrated, live disappointed. We can't come to church every week and live mad. We, we just can't. We're going to have to release the power of faith in our life. Faith is not a non-factor. It's not a benign. Faith is a non-factor religious word. We're going to have to move that to power in our daily life. Boy, that was a good sermon today, pastor. Boy, that was a good sermon. And you go home, but see, because of your house situation, that sermon doesn't apply. Say, boy, that was a good word today, pastor. But you go home and because of your finances or because of your kids or because of your health or because of your teenager, that sermon does not apply to me. But boy, it was a good one. Man, that boy, Josh, that was a great sermon. We'll see on Tuesday if it was. Boy, man, Josh was good last Sunday. Well, we'll see Friday night. See, we're going to have to move this now from a sermon that was good to releasing the power of faith where our life is lived on a different level than it used to be. We're living on a different plane than we used to live in. Hebrews 11.3, by faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Now, just digress here. Remember Mark 4, God's word is seed. The farmer puts seed in the ground. Harvest is not seen, but he puts that seed in the ground. He puts predestined seed in the ground to produce a predestined result. Just a side note, if you're not happy with the crops you're harvesting, check the seed that you're planting. Every day, you plant a seed for health. You plant a seed for peace. You plant a seed for prosperity. And you do that, according to Mark 4, by speaking God's word into your life. 2 Corinthians 4, 18. We don't look at the troubles we can see now. 2 Corinthians 4, 18. We don't look at the troubles we see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things that we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. Church, I, I clearly see all the problems that I'm dealing with. I can clearly see those. I just don't fix my gaze on them. I don't draw my attitude from my problem. I don't draw my attitude from the storm that is hitting my boat. I draw my life from the answer, not the problem. Live by faith. And I release faith in my current situation. I see hurt. I see lack. I see problems. How do I release the power of God? Matthew chapter 8 has just a very practical application to this. Just a very simple, practical application. Matthew chapter 8 verse 5. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him. 
Lord, my young servant lies in bed paralyzed in terrible pain. Here's the problem. Here's the crisis. Here's the storm hitting his boat. Here's where this guy is right now. Jesus said, well, I'll just come heal him. But he also says, no, I'm not worthy to have you even come to my home. Just say the word, underline this in the Bible, from where you are. From where you are and my servant will be healed. Now get this. I know this because I am under authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go or come and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed, turning to those who were following him, and he said, I tell you the truth, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. This man comes to Jesus, and he said, you don't need to come, just speak the word. And Jesus' response was, wow, I've never seen faith like this. This is the release of the power of your faith. This man understood this. Because he had an understanding of authority, there is a line of authority that life operates on. For a long time, I had a sign in my office, and y'all probably saw it, two foundational facts of human enlightenment. Probably you've all seen that sign or that t-shirt. Two foundational facts of human enlightenment. Number one, fact, there is a God. Number two, you're not him. See, here's the way this works. There is a God, I'm not him. He's above me, I'm under him. I understand a line of authority here. Now we're just an independent, rebellious group of people. Ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do, it's my life. I decide what I wanna do. I'll decide where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make my own decisions. You got to know there is an authority over you and you operate in a line of delegated authority in our life. And and we, we understand this, but we don't get it. There's an owner, there's an administrator, there's a principal of the school, there's a foreman of the job, there's a superintendent, there's a captain, there are people over you, you're over people. We understand how that works. And then in chapter 8, verse 8, he said, just say the word from where you are. See, when you speak God's word from where you are, we're waiting to get out of where we are to speak God's word. We want our situation to change. Tim, I just hadn't been in church lately. We're going through a lot of problems in our family. You you, you didn't just say that to me. That's, what are you thinking? See, you, you speak God's word in the midst of what you're going through. You speak God's word in your, from where you are. Now, the example God gives us about this is from the very beginning. In the midst of darkness, in the midst of void, God said, let there be light while he was standing in void and darkness. In the midst of your problem, in the midst of your pressure, in the midst of your difficulty, let there be peace. Let there be joy in my life. You're in the middle of it with your boss, your finances, your health. From right there in the middle of your darkness, you say, let there be joy, peace. Let there be health. Let there be healing. 
Let there be wisdom. Wisdom, you come right now. See, this year, our theme, our focus is on faith. And if you're having trouble living by faith, if you're living by stress, by pressure, by worry, if you're living under the circumstances, you may want to read over and over Matthew chapter 8. You, you may want to check out your understanding of authority, your understanding of a superior in your life. Is your commanding officer in charge or are you a soldier that doesn't understand submission? Where are you? Where, if you're living under a lot of stress, if you're living under a lot of pressure today, you may want to check out your understanding of a line of authority, and you may be a soldier who doesn't understand you're not the guy. So when Jesus is Lord of your life, when I live my life not my will but yours be done, I'll work hard, I'll serve hard, but the outcome is all him. The outcome is all him. I'm releasing the power of faith. God said, let there be light. There was light. That's my example. That's how I'm supposed to live my life. Faith is not a religious word. It's not a denomination. It is a lifestyle of power. And when we live by faith, when we release faith, our life changes. You don't wish it would change. You don't wring your hands, oh me, oh my. You don't live in a bunch of stress. From the middle of your situation, you release faith and you live on that. Romans 4, 17, even God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. Call into being what's not existent in your life. I have a great life. I have a great life. Say that 10 times a day to yourself. Every time the clock strikes the next hour, you say, I have a great life. Say, I've never had so much fun living. I'm having, I'm just having a blast. Say that every day. Say that over and over to yourself. I've never had so much peace and joy in my life. Say it over and over. I love what I do. I just love what I do. I love where I work. I love the people I work with. I, I love my job. I love what I do. God, thank you for letting me have a job like I have. I love where I live. These seasons are beautiful. I'm telling you, the greens, they're more different colors of green. I just drive down the road and think, this is a great life. My gosh, this is a great life. You say it over and over again to yourself. You say it. If we had a recorder and strapped it to you, dear Lord, dear Lord, this pollen's killing me. I never seen so much, I can't breathe. I tell you, this pollen's killing me. I hate Arkansas. Ain't no money here. The economy's terrible here. I could make a lot more money working somewhere else. Well, you probably could. I could make a lot more money working for somewhere else, but here's where I want to work. Here's what I want to do. I can make more money. I hate this job. I tell you, these people I work with, I, Micah, listen to what you're saying all day long about your life. Paul taught on faith four or five weeks ago. Best sermon I ever heard. It was just a great message. You got to go back and hear that message. 
I can, I can call you up for prayer and I can pray for you. You can read your Bible every morning and you can go to a Bible study every week and every one of those are good things. You ought to do all of those. That'd be great. But until you release faith in your life, in your situation, there's not going to be any peace for you. Oh, pastor, pray for me. I'll just be glad to. I'll get 50-gallon barrel of oil and put on you. I'll be glad to. But until you make a decision to leave here and walk out there, and tomorrow morning you're going to live by faith. And I'm going to release faith into my situation. There's no peace for you. There's no joy for you, no matter how much oil I anoint you with today. If you won't, in your situation, stand on faith. I'm going to stand on faith, and I'm going to release the power of faith in my situation. That's what I'm going to do. My situation is not getting me. It's just not. But the circumstance of my life is not taking me out. It's not taking me under. I'm having a great day. I'm having a great time living. I've never been this happy. I've never been this blessed. I've never been this fulfilled. Jesus, you're Lord of my life. You're Lord of my life. And until you do that in your life, then all this was it's a good sermon today, Pastor. Well, thank you. I've been practicing a lot lately. God, I turn my life over to you. I submit lordship to you, and I am going to take my reading from you and from your word and not from the storms that are crashing my boat. I'm going to live by faith, and I'm personally going to release the power of faith in my life. Y'all stand. Today, say it with me. I live by faith. I release my faith. Come on, right here where we are, church, we're going to release our faith. We're going to release our faith. Say it with me. Peace, you come to me. Joy, you come to me. Blessings, you come to me. I am favored. I'm adopted child of God. Jesus, you are Lord my life is in your hands. Come on, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You have a great week. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.